Hi, this is Patty Negri. Welcome to The Witching Hour. I have a great guest for us this week. My partner, my friend, and author, Natalie Jones. But before we get to Natalie, let me tell you a little bit about this week. If you are listening or watching this in the first week we drop, which is the week of October 11th, 2021. Yes, we are one week closer to Halloween. Yay! Yes, we are in spooky season. Yay! But if you are listening to this now, we have all sorts of great things coming up. We just got back, I think, from Vulture City Paracon, which was great. I hear it was fabulous. I'm taping this three days before. Um, next weekend, I'm going to be in Salem for the Vampire Ball. The weekend after that, I'm going to be at Lake Tahoe for another uh, Para-Unity event. The week after that, I'm going to be in New Orleans. We have, it is the season of spirits and ghosts. So there's stuff going on everywhere. Check out my website for it. Uh, because every single weekend there's spirits and ghosts and inspiration and motivation and all sorts of great things to do. And if you want to sit home at your, if you want to sit home and have inspired right at your Zoom screen, my class this Tuesday, I'm going to do past life regressions. So those of you who have ever been interested in past life regression, um, want to see somebody you were in a past life, um, we take it there together. You could do that through my new school, University Magicus, M-A-G-I-C-K-U-S, universitymagicus.com. And there's ways you can get that free. There's lots of, again, there's just magic going on everywhere. We are still in the middle of 13 weeks of Halloween right here at myparanormal.net. We just finished my giving away a witch's library of books, but we have another contest starting maybe right about now. So go to myparanormal.net and check out what we have going because we are in the midst of magic. It's time for the Willow update. Yep, let's report on my favorite dachshund and she's sleepy. Every time I do this, I pick her up from the floor, from my feet. So you don't see this beautiful, inspiring little girl that she is the other 23 and a half hours of a day. But the Willow report this week is I found the first thing this girl's afraid of. The first thing, oh, she's so sleepy. The first thing this little girl is afraid of, lightning and thunder. We had in Los Angeles this week for the first time in 172,000 years, real lightning and thunder. And it was big lightning and thunder. She was scared to death. My little baby, my little baby who's not afraid of anything. She didn't understand the flashes of light and the thundering of the house. So you guys, if you have a dog or a cat or a little kids or ghosts that need some help along, She's eating my earbud. Uh, she still is not even waking up and she's eating my earbud. You guys be really careful. Again, Halloween's coming. Some people do fireworks, lots of trick-or-treaters, lots of things in the street. No, the look at this. She looks dead. <laughs> this is gonna be the silliest looking willow report ever. But anyway, this little brave girl who's yawning. Is afraid of thunder and lightning, but we had a little, a minute of rain. It was fabulous because we need it so bad here in Los Angeles. So we just had, maybe I need one of those thunder jackets. Anybody had any luck with those? You wrap them in a little tight sweater and they're called thunder jacket and it's supposed to calm them. Not that she needs calming on a day-to-day -day basis, but for thunder, she needs a thunder jacket. I guess I better let her go back to sleep. Mm. This is the Willow Report for this week. Don't wake her up. Mm. Maybe next week. 
this week's magic, I thought I'd talk a little bit about vampirism, being a vampire. Yeah, well, it is October. It is Halloween season. There's lots of vampires running around. And for those of you following my schedule, you will see I will be in Salem this month doing a seance at the Vampire Ball and in New Orleans this Halloween itself doing a seance at the Vampire Ball and magic and ritual and all sorts of great things. And I know a lot of people go, ooh, vampires, vampires are scary. Vampires suck your blood. And if they don't suck your blood, they suck your energy because nobody likes psychic vampires. I don't like psychic vampires. But just like with witches, Vampires come in lots of different ways. Um, I actually myself am a saber-toothed vampire. Many of you know Father Sebastian, my friend, I'm my sidekick of life. Um, we actually met on Ghost Adventures. He was passed out on the floor at Bella Lugosi's mirror. We became friends, and he offered to fang me. And I was like, my idea of vampires isn't good, though that sounds fun. I've never been fanged. I don't know. So I started looking into what that kind of magic is. And guess what? It's just like my magic. It's very elemental. It's very positive. They don't even drink blood. Even the energy when they're, they don't suck energy from people, at least these kind of vampires, just like there's bad witches and there's good witches. And there's these kind of witches and there's those kind of witches. We do love the energy of life. Go to a concert, feel that energy, pull it off. Go to a beautiful party, a club, and that magic we live off. What I think the difference is, the magic is that yeah, we're a little hedonistic. We crank it up to 11. We like to crank life up to 11. And that's who I have always been. So there is no conflict in my pagan elemental magic and what vampires do. So next time somebody tells you they're a vampire, they're going to a vampire ball or they're wearing a very special kind of an onk, don't always believe Hollywood, just like with witches. Vampires can be great. The biggest difference to me, and I'm sure many vampires will hate when I say this, is witches are cloaks. We wear organic cotton cloaks or Stevie Nicks lacy cloaks. Vampires always wear black velvet cloaks with a red satin lining. That's the difference. <laughs> a little bit of different deity here and there, but it's beautiful magic at these vampire balls. If you go to the ball in Salem or the ball in New Orleans, I think there's also a ball in Florida, you will do magic and embrace life. And we probably will howl at the moon. Um, and we do things for unity and for love and for health and for healing. That's the kind of vampire I am. So check it out. So thank you for turning in. Happy October 11th week or later. I, you're going to love Natalie. So let me introduce you to Natalie Ann Jones. And talk about supernatural. I have an amazing guest. And she happens to be my friend. And she happens to be my business partner. And she happens to be an author and this beautiful spiritual healer girl. So um, without further ado, let me tell you a little bit about Natalie Jones. Yes, she is my partner, and actually she is the founder and CEO and leader of Paraflix, our paraflix.com, our all paranormal streaming service, which we can talk about that later. Um, but she's also a motivational speaker and the lead investigator for Ghost Hunter Girls. Um, she herself is a published author of a book, Awaken the Higher Self, Bringing Darkness to Light. And the secret book of life is coming out soon. So without further ado, I will let her explain to it. Welcome, Natalie. Hey, Patty. Thank you for having me. This is amazing. I am so glad to have you on. And I must say, this is airing 
the day if for anybody who's catching us on the first time, it's the day after you and I just get back from Vulture City Paracon. Yes. The, the only thing that's a little funny in our time and space move is that we're taping it the day before we go to Vulture City Paracon, but we're sure it was fabulous. <laughs> oh, it's fabulous. It yeah. is fabulous. We are we had such a good time. It's such a great time. Those, you know, your your motivational lecture was amazing. Um <laughs> as you know, was yours. Seance, as was yours. Out of this world. Yeah. So. See, time and space means nothing on the other side. Yeah. But for my people who may not know you yet, and they're going to, again, you have so many different shows and projects. And again, you crossed the line. You are an amazing kick butt businesswoman. We put our world in your hands in Paraflix and you run it like the CEO of a Fortune 500 company, which will probably be. And you're this beautiful spiritual in front of the camera girl. So how did you become you, Miss Natalie Jones? <laughs> Well, yeah, that's a loaded question, right? Well, as we know, speaking of space and time, you know, what is, what was, what will be, you know, is really all one, right? And so we have this perception here in the in the third dimension of linear time, and which is why tomorrow we leave out for Vulture City Paracon. But, you know, for me, you know, um, through the years and, and really coming to understand more of not necessarily who I am, but more like, you know, my, my, my purpose, my soul mission, just, you know, I believe we're here to, to learn, to spread the love, to, you know, evolve and grow spiritually. And, and so, you know, it's been all been a part of that journey. But for me, um, ever since a young child, I had this, this very profound experience that I actually pushed away for many, many years because you know, when you're a child, you're you don't really quite understand these things. And so you you move on through the years and you're, you're trying to understand the world around you and, and all that. But in my later years and through my spiritual awakening, I really, you know, came to the table with that and, and was able to understand exactly why I had that experience. And what I have come to understand is that we all have a, a you know, an experience that you can pinpoint from your childhood, probably pretty much as early as you have your first memory. And that is actually a direct indication, though at that time you may not have had a conscious awareness of that, but that is a direct indication of, you know, who you are. And I would actually say it's not necessarily you become who you are because of those experiences. Yes, experiences do you know, shape our reality profile and our perceptions of reality and all that good stuff. But I, you know, I feel like it's also more the other way around. You have these experiences because of who you are. (laughs) So, you know, and here I am and Paraflix is amazing. And, and so, yeah. And you yourself, how did you become, again, even get into paraphrase? I mean, we understand spiritual paths and we're both spiritual right. girls and motivational speakers and authors and all that. But the paranormal is still a little bit left of center of that. So how did you get into this ghosty world? So this ghosty world, you know, as we know, everything really is energy and interconnected on so many different levels. And just, you know, more through understanding my experience, it really kind of gauged me in that direction. And I actually do go into this profound experience in my book. I don't want to give it all away. <laughs> you could just hint. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it is in, in my uh, my first book, Awaken the Higher Self, Bringing Darkness to Light. And 
you know, all of the the experiences that that led up to that, it really, really shifted my focus and my direction into the paranormal world, even more, you know, outside of the spiritual realm. And that's that's really what sparked it. And a few years back, I, I founded and created Ghost Hunter Girls and the rest is history. Yeah, it is. And and now we're an international thing. Um, yeah. And I do what I think, again, I think getting to the paranormal for people like you and me is we're getting to another market that would never find the spirituality market. Maybe a lot of people that aren't going to discover spirituality or religion or even new age or old pace, but they want something. They're going to go to ghosts and then they might come in the back door and discover, well, I need to understand these spirits and ghosts. And I, it's getting to a whole other market we wouldn't get to is what I think this opening up in this new time because people are yeah. going to watch Ghost Hunter Girls or Paraflix that aren't going to go just read a motivational book. And then from right. that, they will read a motivational book. Right. Right. And, you know, I believe that the world is just, you know, in, in a sense, really awakening to all of this and these unseen forces, though we cannot see them, they're very real. And so, you know, that is that is spiritual and that is, you know, a part of our of our inner self and our higher self package. And, um, you know, uh, having that desire or yearning, I guess you would say, to really understand more about the paranormal like what is the paranormal how do we term things because we do we like to to term things we have to i guess in order to communicate <laughs> but again what some may um may term paranormal or like you said you know coming into it maybe from from a a, a path from you know some sort of spiritual experience yeah. or it may be something from you know a path of some what we would term paranormal experience and those sorts of things. So yeah, I agree with that 100% and it all really is interconnected. Yeah. And we are going through something right now with yeah. different philosophies, everything from the pandemic to this new age, to the age of Aquarius we're stepping into. Yeah. Do you notice that things more and more unexplainable or paranormal in our words that we gave it are happening inexplicably stronger yeah. and stronger? Yes, I agree. Absolutely. So it's incredible. And, you know, I pinch myself every day, you know, just knowing all of the beautiful, you know, beautiful things that are around us and being able to do this, this work and know that it's my passion and a part of my purpose. And I believe also a big, you know, part of that and, you know, moving forward for everybody is just having that, that good sense of like grounding and gratitude in, in what we do. Okay, so what are some of your tips for people? Those are great ones, grounding and gratitude. So we are in this dark, influenced world, and we have all this stuff going on, and you're about bringing light to it. So what yeah. are some, um, for my people going, yes, help me here. What's going on in life? What are some of your techniques? Because you do seem pretty grounded and always together. What are some suggestions you have for people to uh, find that place? Yeah, well, first and foremost, always be kind. Because, you know, we're all here, we're all in it for the long haul. <laughs> you know, honestly, we all are, you know, we all come to the table at different times. We all are on our own path, but as one. And the more that we, you know, are, are kind even to others where it may not feel that that, it, that may be reciprocated, it's a beautiful thing because what I've learned is that by doing so, you actually are helping them to, to grow 
quicker and to be able to say, wow, well, you know, I wasn't expecting that response. Um, and speaking of response, uh, you know, I always like to really focus on awareness and really responding and not reacting. Because what I've learned is, you know, I know that there's a saying out there about 90 percent is um, is, you know, what um, what happens to us or how we how we react to it. But what I've come to understand is I think really about 99 percent is how we respond to it. And the other one percent is what happens because there are really, really devastating things that happen. You know, I definitely would would ne you know never want to take away from that. But Patty, it really is true. It's it's um, it's energy. You know, like those emotions and those thoughts. So when we're responding instead of reacting, we're really able to like hone in on that energy and say, well, look, if I had reacted this way, who knows what kind of energy would have been sent out? Because we're creative uh, creative beings and. We're constantly creating and emitting, you know, energy into the field around us, the consciousness field. And you know what I mean? So it's like sending out certain energies through our thoughts and our actions and emotions. We're able to, to you know, really be able to say, I didn't shift, you know, shift the energy. Or if this would have happened this way, it could have been like a domino effect of like going down a, you know, and a completely different outcome. So I think it's a beautiful thing to like be kind, uh, always be in awareness and almost like a walking meditation, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. And, and it's a wake, wake up. I think this was a big wake up call. You're asleep at the wheel. Your phone did go to your room until you figure out what's important. And yeah. I also a hundred percent. That's what I preach is that it's what you do. We can't control anything. We can control a lot of things. I'm a witch. I could cause moving things, but we can't control everything, but we yes. can control how we react to everything. And that's the every Everything. That's I agree. That's the 99%. My favorite example is that. Have you seen that YouTube guy without any arms or legs? I just always go. He's he's a guy. He was born oh, wow. no, a torso and a head. He is a torso and a head. He should be dead. I mean, if somebody didn't care for you, you can't eat. You can't go to the bathroom. He would be dead in days without somebody to care for him. And not being dead, he was cared for. He would have the the right to be the most miserable person to be a victim who did this to me i don't have arms or a head you know I, or leg i'm a body and a head and right instead, he is this beautiful motivational speaker who comes out on a skateboard with his torso and his head and talks in a microphone and inspires people and motivates people and i'm like he was given this horrible thing and what he did with it. So he didn't let that lead. And if, if he can do it, all the rest of us can do it without our, our little foibles of what we do and, and this and that. He just inspires the hell out of me. That's gratitude at its finest. I mean, you think about it, even on our worst days or just some of the most difficult experiences that we have, have to go through we still have the opportunity to move move forward and grow from it because we, we're still alive. We still have, um, you know, our bodies. So it's, it's definitely a gift. Yeah. And I agree, kindness, it's a high vibration <laughs> to be kind, to be good, to be gentle. And I do like what you say about, you know, responding and not reacting because we get such a knee-jerk thing going. And that's probably part of our lesson too because everything is divided from the pandemic to politics to baseball to vaccine to no vaccine everything has to be like this it doesn't it right. doesn't 
Just, right. okay, these are my thoughts and this is great. It's not a judgment on that. Um, so one of the things that you do talk about is, um, and I would, spirit fragmentation. Now, what is spirit fragmentation? So very simply put, you know, sometimes we go through really traumatic experiences in life and we may not be um, consciously aware, but at a subconscious level or spiritual level, our spirit can fragment. And when that happens, it's not whole. And as we know, our, you know, our spiritual, emotional, mental, and physical bodies are all interconnected. And so, you know, we're meant to have like that balance and that wholeness in spirit so that we can, you know, really have the beautiful effects of the emotional, mental, and and physical aspects as well, and then vice versa. But when that spirit fragmentation happens, it also leaves our spirit vulnerable to other energies because there's these little streamers, unseen uh, streamers that come off of our fragments, though we cannot see them, they're very real, and different energies or spirits um, or maybe lower energies can attack, uh, attach to our spirit fragments. And sometimes our spirit fragments, they don't go too far. They stay close. Mm -hmm. And they can kind of take turns, you know, coming in and out. Or sometimes um, we will kind of, you know, lose that spirit fragment to a, a different place, space time, um, I, I guess, if you would call it, if there is space time. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I think what it is, is that these um, these fragments, they're meant to set similar to the ways a shaman does. You know, for me as a dark energy healing facilitator, it's about clearing out the fragments and then bringing them back as opposed to bringing them back and then clearing them out. Because if you do it the other way around, then typically you'll see like a, you know, a three or four week um, healing crisis afterwards. But there's a way to kind of like identify if you have spirit fragmentation, uh, you know, just generally, if, if you're not feeling whole, whether that be mentally, physically, spiritually, um, you know, emotionally, those are indications that that, mm -hmm. that that could be, you know, something that could be going on. But with the again, with the spirit fragmentation, yes, that's definitely will happen if there's something really traumatic that happens, even like in your childhood, you'll have that spirit fragmentation. And then as you get older, you'll just feel that you're, you're, you know, normal, that there's yeah. nothing going on. And so it can really have those long-term effects. So it's really, you know, really important to identify uh, spirit fragmentation, but it is more common than we realize. I agree. Cause I, I mean, I use some different title, words on things, but again, words are words that we do. And yeah. so much we bring up from childhood, little chinks in our armor, so to speak, are different words. So how, so, so again, so somebody noticing like, well, I'm not whole physically. So what are some of the things that you suggest, obviously going to a healer such as yourself, but what are some just like day-to-day -day stuff that you think people can do? I know you're like, you do yoga, right? You have a yoga practice and you're a Reiki healer. So what's some yeah. things that people can suggest yeah. if they're just not feeling whole and going, I must have a lot of spirit fragments, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I go into a lot of this too in, in my first book, Awaken the Higher Self. There's some really great tips in there. So, you know, a lot of, a lot of times it, it, you know, every day is a new day. It's a progression. So you have to put in the work, right? And so being able to identify that, um, you know, of course, everything, you know, that I do is through a, a natural modality of healing, so, you know, as, as far as that's concerned in that zone of things, you know, I, I stick stick in that lane. 
So just being able to do different things. If you're not able to do, you know, yoga or, you know, those types of practices, that's just fine. And meditation is really key. Even if you just do five minutes a day, because you're able to calm your mind, reconnect to spirit. And you can, um, what's really important, honestly, is forgiveness forgiveness for others for yourself because that starts really the the healing process because everything is healing from within you know we like you said we can't control what goes out on the external and so everything on the external truly is a reflection from uh you know from within and so it's it's a beautiful thing when you're able to meditate another thing would be we have of course our chakra system Right. So we've we've got our seven different chakras, uh, base chakras that we that we um, a lot of us are aware of. If you're not aware of, you have your your root chakra, your sac- uh, sacral chakra, you have your solar plexus chakra and you have your heart center chakra. Um, you have uh, above that you have your your chakra here. I'm so I'm I just had like the biggest. There must be something around me because I just like completely blank. You're doing great though. Yeah. They're everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, and then you have your third eye chakra, and then you have your your um your chakra, your seventh chakra right here on on the the top of your head, and so when you're able to kind of like balance those sometimes if there's any blockages, it's really great to be able to like visualize and flow light energy through those chakra uh, points and really open those up. Um, even just basically, I mean, Patty, I know, you know, but your, um, your intention and your free will is huge. So if you utilize your free will and, and, you know, and say this is the way it is and anything that's not a part of, of, of my space, you know, you're not welcome around, those sorts of things. I mean, I think it's really great to be able to utilize your, your free will and, and your intentions as well. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. And yes, our intention is everything. All these wonderful practices that we do um, with and and I do also tend to see that we have no, not weaker chakras or different areas, but we do have the more vulnerable ones. So do you notice that too with some spirit fragmentation? Like some person has it in their solar plexus and somebody else is in their root and somebody else is in their sacral, some their communication chakra. So yeah. it's almost like your little your spot to focus on and be aware of when Yeah, I agree. And your throat chakra is really important. Like if you notice, uh, for example, you are having a hard time communicating or, you know, uh, there's like a pattern of dishonesty, maybe. I don't know. You know, that could be an indication that there's some sort of blockage in your throat chakra. But what's key is that they're all equally as important, right? Because if if the base one is off, then the, the rest above it are, are going to be off as well. <laughs> right, right. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So chakra 101, chakras are very important. There are, you know, there, there are our energy flow centers throughout our, our body and they're, uh, they're a good thing. And then uh, up the front and down the back, you have your central meridian and then your governing meridian. And so it's important that those are flowing upward as well. Thank you. That is good. So somebody's going to go, I'm going to go Google up my chakras and they will. <laughs> yeah. uh, so what in, in this world, again, this crazy in this beautiful world, in this world that we are creating to be what we want amidst everything else that we're doing, what what inspire what inspires you? What brings inspiration to you? 
because again, you are pretty amazing to me. I see what uh-huh. what you're able to accomplish and what you're able to do and keep that center. Um, and I know what inspires me. What inspires you? <laughs> I love being in nature. I really do. I feel so much peace in nature. I, I think it's beautiful. I do love my yoga. <laughs> I do. I do love my yoga. Uh, yoga is amazing. It really helps to, um, you know, the physical effects are great. It helps release t- uh, toxins, but it's really great for, for grounding and just having a really clear space. But, you know, shockingly, I'm actually very introverted. And so I have a really small circle and I keep to myself. I guess I'm kind of a loner, <laughs> but um you know, I, I appreciate my meditation and I have three beautiful children. So outside of that and my love for the paranormal and being so blessed to, you know, work alongside you and Nick at Paraflix, that's pretty much my life. Yeah, well, that's a good life. It's beautiful. And I'm with you on nature. Nature is my saving grace. I start every day. I don't have a yoga practice right now, but I have an exercise practice that includes basic, basic yoga and stretching. But I get out and I do it all outdoors. I, you know, rain or shine, unless it's thundering lightning, because I'm on a lake, that that wouldn't work. It, it, it sets my mind, it sets my spirit, it sets my everything. So if you're not getting outside, people get outside, which I know somebody's going, but it's 20 degrees out, get outside anyway. Put on a sweater. Yes, yes. So, and I love to travel. So I'm super excited about our our trip here to Arizona. Me be- too. Yeah. And I I was gonna say the weather was great. I hear in advance because again we're doing this days apart that the weather looks like it's gonna be good now. Not too hot. Not too cold. A little cold the evening. So I'm sure that was the case since we're talking in hindsight. The weather was so temperate. The UFO watch party was phenomenal. Did you see that UFO? I must have, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like people turning and going, what? Uh, yeah. And what's really funny is that, you, truly, you are a, a major person in my life. You are a friend. You are a business partner. Um, giving my life to you in the Paraflix. And our secret is we have not met in person yet. <laughs> that is our secret. That is our secret so, that we just gave to the world. But that will that is done now that we have just met each other this weekend coming up. That was last weekend. So yes. I'm so excited to get to get live nationwide. Touch your hand or COVID elbow touch or whatever it is that we get to do. Yes, I'm, a big hug. Big hug. A big hug. A big, big dang hug. real hug is there. Yes. So other than Paraflix and our world domination with the paranormal that we're going to do, um, it's Halloween time. It's Halloween time. So what are some of your thoughts? I know we have Halloflix going, right? So tell people what that is. Yeah, it's the spooky season we all love. So of course at Paraflix, we have our annual network theme called Halloflix. It is. It's a celebration of all things spooky, paranormal, and the 31 days of Halloween that we all love. So there's amazing new releases daily in the app. And, of course, we have uh, just so much celebration around on social media and everything. So definitely check it out. Halifax. 
Halifixia on paraflix.com. And we're doing the same on my paranormal, which is the uh, the network we are on right now, our our podcast hub. We're doing the same thing with with our uh, 13 weeks of Halloween. And so this is all of our paranormal world, spiritual world. This is our time of year. The veil is the thinnest. And again, the time we can see those spirits and ghosts and entities and beings. And uh, I'm sure we saw a lot this weekend. I can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, yeah, so, and, uh, you know, and you have some amazing events coming up for Halloween as well, right? Yes, we do. We're doing um, giveaways. We're doing, I'm giving away a whole witch's library of really amazing books with Llewellyn. We're working with Llewellyn. A lot of the authors that I have on the show are Llewellyn. So they're sending me all these books and we're having some of the authors on and somebody, you just go to myparanormal.net slash giveaways and win a whole witch's library. And they're all magical. You don't even have to say you're a witch, but you know, they're magic. They're, they're beautiful. They're beautiful. So you're a witch inside. Most everybody out here listening to this show. <laughs> and yeah. which can mean a lot of things. Well, so. and for Halloflix, there is the free three-day trial as well. So if you like this podcast, then you can sign up for Paraflix and get the free three-day trial. Okay. So how does somebody do that? Go to paraflix.com. You can actually also gift the subscription. You can sign up monthly for $3.99 or get your annual subscription for $29.99. And right now, you can actually get 40% off your annual subscription for Halloflix. And that is Halloflix 40, H-A-L-L-O-F-L-I-X-X 40. And subscribe, download the app, watch it on Chromecast, Roku TV, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, the list goes on, right? It's now streaming everywhere. So yeah, that is amazing. And again, you've created that for us because we again we came from nothing. We we just had an idea. You, Nick, myself, like we yeah. need this thing. And first we just had you know iO Android and, and Apple, Apple and Android. Now we added it Roku. Now you've got the Fire Stick. Now you've got the Apple. So it's it's very exciting. It's it's. So it's our baby birthing, birthing it's our, baby. our baby. Our baby really has grown wings of its own. Yeah, yeah. it has. And yeah. thank you. Thank you for keeping our baby in such good, the nursery care every day. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, um, other than our beautiful paraflix, which we want everybody to go to and the myparanormal.net, because we work together on stuff you uh, like we just did that. We all kind of joined in on the world's largest ghost hunt. Again, we're a small, beautiful, very close community. Um, I love that, this paranormal and spiritual world that we are. But where some of the other places people can find you, like your books and your everything that you're doing? Yeah, so um, again, my, my first book is already out, and it's published by BMK Publishing, and it's called Awaken the Higher Self, Bringing Darkness to Light. Here's a, um, a copy of the book. This is what it looks like. Upside down. Thank you. Time and space. Last week is next week, and next week is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so here's a copy of Awaken the Higher Self, Bringing Darkness to Light. It is um, my first book as, as a published author. I do have in the works right now another book called The Little Secret Book of Life. It's kind of a sequel to Awaken the Higher Self, it goes a lot more into creation and energy and all of the, the fun stuff that we love as well. So, and everyone can find me at natalieannjones.com. Anne is with an E because I am English. So, and 
Yeah, and actually there are links to all of my other websites directly on my uh, my main page there. And I can be found at uh, social media at official Natalie Jones. So, well, thank you, and I have many more questions I could ask, but we'll just have to have you come back. Will you come back? And then I, we can talk about your next book as you do. So, you guys, Natalie Jones, check out her book. It's I can't wait to check it out, the one that I just got that I'm going to get in two days from. <laughs> um, um, and check out paraflix.com and check out natalieannjones.com and look official Natalie Jones, like her, follower, and then you come back soon and we'll do this again. That would make me very happy. That's a deal. That would make me happy as well. Thank you Thank so you. much. Thank you. Thank you for visiting the witching hour. My Paranormal Network.